Hello everyone, welcome back to Star's Opinion, the Christian Perspective. I am your host, Star. Welcome to my podcast show. I just want to say hello to everyone. If you are new here, welcome. I hope you like the content. If you do, just like and subscribe to my channel for more content. And if you are a returning user, hello there. Welcome back to my podcast. Thank you for tuning in. So today, I just want to speak about friendships. I want to name this podcast. Your friendships add value to you. Who are you connected to? I believe this is something that the Lord wanted me to touch on or dabble in. So here we are. We are doing it. Um, Actually, I have experienced a situation, I would say about two or three days ago, that was based on this very topic. So let's go ahead and get into it. Grab your coffee, grab your juice, or your blanket, your snacks, wherever you are. Or if you are listening to me while you are cleaning up or cooking, you know, just go ahead and just take all this information in. I believe that the Lord wanted me to speak about this and just give a biblical worldview on friendship. So let's go ahead and get into it. Okay. So quick story, right? I have been praying and more specifically last week, I remember I prayed to God like, Lord, I would like for you to send friends my way who are on pretty much the same journey that I am on. And when I mean by on the same journey that I am on, the same journey as far as just wanting to seek God more on a deeper level, wanting to seek him through his word, wanting to live righteously according to his word, wanting to seek his kingdom the way he has commanded us in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Lord, send women in my life who are actively seeking you the way I am seeking you. I want my heart to be a woman after God's own heart, just like David had a heart after God's own heart. So I want to be that woman whose heart is after God and send me friends who have the same desire, who is on the same journey as me. That was my very specific prayer that I prayed to God. And then I just kind of forgot about it, right? So I have friends, I have genuine friends, but those friends are not necessarily seeking God the way I am seeking God, right? They live a life of compromise and, you know, I don't condemn them, but I just know that I cannot really latch on to them because I have decided not to live a life of compromise. The Holy Spirit convicts me on certain things that, hey, I shouldn't do this or I shouldn't watch this or I shouldn't listen to this and they still indulge in those things. So I don't try to make them do as I do, right? The Holy Spirit has to reveal that to them. So in that instance, you know, I just kind of just like back off. I still love them. I still pray for for them and I still interact with them, but not as much as I used to because I'm just on this journey of trying to just get deeper into God, like deeper into him and not just surface level. So that is the journey that I am on. So I pray that very specific prayer. So one day I was on Facebook and I'm in a group. 
um, according to my area that I'm in. So if you're on Facebook, Facebook have different groups that people start. So say if you are in San Diego and you live in, um, I think a, a city in San Diego, I don't know. I'm just going to say downtown San Diego. Say you stay in downtown San Diego because I can't think of anything, any other cities, even though I've been to a few of them. Um, you're in San Diego. You live in downtown San Diego. So you go on Facebook and you put downtown San Diego um, city page, Facebook page. And so then something will pop up and it might be two or three and you can add yourself to that. And so there is a group or a community of people who live in downtown San Diego. So people exchange um, business business contacts. Um, people advertise their business. People exchange what's happening in the city. You know, just keep in contact in a way, keep in contact um, with other people in the city to let them know what's going on, right? I believe there is one that's called like what's happening in Lake Elsinore, right? So they have different groups like that. They have one for Los Angeles. They have one for the city of Compton. They have one for, or a few of them for Orange County, whatever area that you stay in. So I am in one for the city or the county that I am in. And there was a post by this lady and she said pretty much because I can't think of it verbatim what she said, but pretty much what she said was that, is there any women who want to get together to pray because the devil is so busy and we need to be covered with the blood of Jesus? So automatically the post got a lot of res positive response and it's still getting response responses to this day is like, I'm in, I'm in, you know, that would be great. Count me in, count me in. So obviously I replied the same thing, count me in. I'm like, oh Lord, you know, you heard my prayer. Thank you so much. And he heard my prayer, right? This is my, my mindset. He heard my prayer. So now um, there is a plethora of women who are responding, who seem to have the right perspective or the desire to seek God on a deeper level and connect with other women. So the original poster, she contacted me. She wrote me a message like, hey, you know, and we talked back and forth. We um, converse, I should say. And we were like, sure. So she asked me to, do you mind taking the lead on this? So I'm thinking as far as taking the lead is just get a group chat together, right? We get a group chat together. And when we get the group chat together, then she could go ahead and say the vision that God has given her. No problem, right? So as the women are adding my Facebook page, I send them a message. I say, hey, you know, just give me some time. I'm getting everyone together to see if, how can we plan this, right? So we could do it either via Zoom, because keep in mind, we all are strangers to each other, or we can meet in a public place like the park, right? So therefore, no one will feel pressure or um, intimidated if, you know, and plus again, the safety and we want to use wisdom. So everyone's natural instinct was to obviously we are going to meet in a public place or we could do it via Zoom. That was everyone's perceived notion of how we were going to meet. But the original poster, she wanted to do 
it in her home. So she said, you know, the Lord gave her a vision that she should do it in her home. So I'm like, first, my automatic thought was like, sis, like, you don't know these people and you don't want them all in your home. This is where you lay your head at. This is your sanctuary. This is your place of safety and rest. Are you sure that you want it in your home? She was like, yes, yes, yes. The Lord told me that. And I'm just like, I don't think so. I think I'm not doubting that the Lord told you this, but I think for our first initial meeting, right, it should be via Zoom. And if it is in person, it should be um, at the park. Like, that's just wisdom, right? Because at the end of the day, we are still all strangers. And um, it was because we were having this conversation late at night. Um, obviously we went to bed the next morning. Other women are still inboxing me on Facebook and they are saying, yes, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. So then finally I spoke to the original poster who made the post on the group and she was offended y'all. She kind of just came at me like upset and I'm like, where is this hostility coming from? And right before, or as she was calling me, because Facebook has a feature where you can make calls, right? So as she was calling me on Facebook Messenger, my brother had sent me a message pertaining to something else. But the last line that I saw that just popped up on the message was, keep your guards up. So I'm like, what is he talking about? But I'm reading this message at, message as she is calling me. So I answered the phone. And she just has like an attitude. She is upset. She goes on to say, just to give you the gist of it, is that, you know, this is her ministry. She didn't appreciate me contacting the women behind her back, trying to take over the group. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, pump the brakes, right? I I am just doing what you asked me to do. And Sis, this is not a ministry. This is just a group of women who wants to connect with each other and um, pray with each other and cultivate, you know, possibly friendships. What are you talking about a ministry? And so, you know, I had to gently try to explain to her, like, that is not my intentions. You know, I'm just doing what you asked me to do as far as just getting the group chat together and then you could go ahead and take over. But I didn't like that, like come off with so much hostility. And then I was like, you know, moving forward and she still goes back to, you know, you know, I'm, I'm the leader, I'm the spearhead. And I'm like, okay, hold up. Usually like, okay, y'all. So the old, the old star will have been like, girl, who are you talking to? You don't know me like that, you know, but the Holy Spirit, you know, really has been dealing with me on how I deal with people and how I see people and I need to see people as God sees them. So I'm just letting her talk and rant. She's like, you know, I have this, I have that, I have X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, okay. I said, you know what? I feel that you are offended right? So I feel that you are offended and you are kind of upset. So let me apologize to you. Let me apologize to you 
because that was not my intentions to try to overtake you or to undermine you. I was not trying to take a quote unquote group from you. So let me go ahead and apologize to you right now because that was not my intentions and I feel that you are offended. So when I said that, it kind of calmed her down. And then as we began to talk, I knew at that moment that I wasn't going to be a part of it because look how it started off, right? So then I did what I said I was going to do. I started the group chat. I introduced her to the ladies and then I gracefully bowed out of that group chat because I just couldn't handle that. And then another lady, she bowed out as well. Actually, she was the first one to bow out um, of that group chat. She bowed out as well. I bowed out. And then all the women that I connected with via messenger bowed out. One of the um, women asked me, did something happen? Because I see that you left the group. So, so, you know, I told her what happened and she was like, no, like, why will we go to her house? Like, why will we do that? We're strangers. Like everyone's assumption was we were going to either do a, a Zoom link or we were going to meet in a public place like the park. I said, exactly, but that's not what she wanted. She want people to come to her house. So I believe that because she wants people to come to her house, people are starting to back up back out of it. So all the women that I contacted via messenger decided that's not something that they wanted to do because that's not um, the energy that they want to experience. Like they just genuinely want to experience a connection with people with the women more specifically that is going to help them build their relationship with God and vice versa, right? The Bible says that iron sharpens iron. So that's what we were essentially looking for, not to try to join someone's ministry or be under someone's thumb or rule or anything like that. We just wanted to make connections. So everyone bowed out. of that group chat and then we end up starting our own little group chat. So I I'm excited to see what God is up to. You know, we want to use wisdom when we go into situations like this, right? We want to be led by the Holy Spirit. But I thank God because what the devil meant for bad, God used it for my good. And I thought it was pretty um funny for lack of a better term that my brother has sent me a message even though it was pertaining something else but the message that I saw um the preview of the message that I saw I should say was keep your guards up as she was calling me so this is what it this is one of the benefits of living in obedience to God and having the Holy Spirit look out for you because he already knew or he was already there before I reached reach that point or that time period of that day to say, keep your guards up because he knew the person that I was getting ready to be dealing with over this telephone conversation, right? So now that I got that story out, I want to let people know that we ought to be led by the Holy Spirit. 
you know, sometimes when we are praying for things and especially if we pray them out loud, the devil hears our prayers, right? So we ought to be very careful because even though we are praying out loud and we are praying to God, the devil hears what we are petitioning God for. And he knew that was something that I wanted and something that other women wanted as well. And it seemed as though that the answer to our prayers came through, but it was um, a disguise or it was um, a deceptive, it was a deceptive way of our prayers being answered. But to God be the glory that even out of the chaos, God was still able to prevail, at least in my little small circle that we have cultivated and maybe the other women because it was about over a hundred maybe 200 replies so maybe other women were able to do the same thing as we done so to god to god be the glory with that but so i want to read a scripture i believe it's in first corinthians i believe it's in first corinthians let me make sure because i don't want to be just given wrong scripture. Yes, it is in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse verse 14, but I'm just going to read the last line. It says, wait, no, uh, no, 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 that's not it, y'all. That's not it. But I'm going to just read 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 14, since I already said it. It says, the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand because they are, they are discerned only through the spirit. So basically, if I am trying to connect with someone and speak about spiritual things concerning the Bible, and they don't really understand it, which was I was trying to convey to that to that woman on the telephone, like, you know, trying to convey to her um, what the Holy Spirit was saying to me when it came to that situation and she couldn't really understand it but the reason why she couldn't understand it because she didn't have the same spirit as me so that's another um scripture that I can use or that you can use as well is that you know you can tell when someone is being led by the spirit because we connect with one another because we have the same spirit working within us so when we are a when we are talking we're able to connect like I did with those other women and like they did with me we were able to connect because we had the same spirit within us and things just flew, flow, um, things were just flowing, I should say, <laughs> things were just flowing, you know, naturally, it was easy, you know, it wasn't like a struggle trying to, you know, well, do this or do that, you know, it was like, okay, we had the fruits of the spirit, we were patient, we were kind, we had self-control, so um, I, I praise God for that, and then another um scripture I want to read is bad company corrupts good character, right? So imagine if we would have not been sensitive to the Holy Spirit and just did what this woman said. It, her company that's bad, because I believe her company is bad, would have corrupted our good character. So God protected us from, you know, having us go down the wrong path, right? So I, I believe that's another 
protection that God has given us, like given us that he gave us that, that unction, like, nah, that ain't right. And he gave us wisdom to like, use the common sense that God has given you when you are choosing your friends. So, you know, again, I want to name this podcast, your friends add value to you. Who are you connected to? Right. So we want to be able to connect with people who are genuinely seeking God and want to get closer to God. I believe that is the ultimate goal. And when you are establishing godly friendship, we want godly friendships. Yes, we have friendships with people who might not believe in what we believe or may not believe Um as we believe, but when connecting with women who have the same faith as you, who is who is on the same journey as you, I believe is important to connect with these type of people because you want to be able to grow together and praise God together and pray to God together. I believe those those are important aspects. And then another aspect I want to talk about is, is it okay to cut off friends and family because you want to protect your peace? I believe, I believe it is okay. Now, I mean, there's a caveat to that, right? So when we are cutting off people, which are friends and family, to protect your peace, we have to see if, are we always cutting off someone because they don't? necessarily have the same views as we have like why are you cutting them off is it hindering your relationship or your walk with Christ right anything that hinders my relationship or my walk with Christ I need to cut it off like Christ my relationship with Christ is so important to me I protect that I guard that with my life so if you are someone who is causing me to stumble or if you are someone who is causing me to compromise my allegiance, my relationship with God the Father through Jesus Christ, then yes, I have to cut you off. But if it's just a misunderstanding, I don't believe you should cut someone off just because we had a misunderstanding. Like, let's come together, hash things out, maybe... I misspoke, maybe you misspoke, but let's come together. But if it's clearly someone who is going to hinder you, um, especially hinder your relationship with God, I think they should be cut off whether they are friends or family. Remember, the Bible tells us that we must quote unquote hate our mother, our father, our brother, our sister. And what that word or hate means is that we don't, value them over our relationship with God. We don't value them over our relationship with Christ. We don't value them over our relationship with God through Jesus Christ. So I'm not going to place my mother, my father, my children, my brother, or my sister above the knowledge of who God is. If you are causing me to stumble or choose between you and God, I'm always going to choose God. And I think that's what that scripture is trying to convey. So I do believe that you can cut off people to protect your peace, to protect the peace that God has given you. If they are causing you to stumble in that walk, I just believe that. 
So that's my opinion on that. And you want to connect with friends who have the fear of the Lord. When I mean by the fear of the Lord, I mean the fear of the Lord as far as reverence, right? That their morals and their conscious is connected to the word of God. You want to have friends who are filled with the Holy Spirit so they can um, if you're going through something, right, we have the same spirit. So therefore the Holy Spirit can drop in your friend's heart. Like, you know what, go ahead and pray for, um, your friend star, go ahead and pray for your friend. Um, you know, I'm thinking of a name, Stacy, right? Go ahead and pray for them because they're dealing with this, or maybe they, the Holy Spirit don't reveal exactly what you're dealing with, but the Holy Spirit is, um, nudging you to pray for them, right? That's the benefit of having godly friendships that we are, we all have the same spirit, right? As I read in first Corinthians chapter two, verse 14, we all have the same spirit. So because we all have the same spirit, the spirit can work through us and for us, and we can pray for one another without even necessarily having to talk to one another, um, in a way, if something is really troubling us or, you know, maybe it's a warning that God wants to warn us, he can use our godly friendships that we have cultivated with one another to help us out, you know, carry each other's burdens, as the Bible says. So it's important to have friends who fear, who has the fear of the Lord. So again, who are you connected to? So you know, that's just pretty much it. I just want to be able to connect with women who are who are striving to live holy according to God's word. We're not talking about someone who is self-righteous, right? We're talking about someone who wants the righteousness of God, who wants his righteousness. And we want to come together and just cultivate our relationship with God and cultivate our relationship with each other through the word of God. I think I can't reiterate that enough. So I want to read a few scriptures out of Proverbs chapter 27. And these scriptures are Proverbs 27 verse 17. So let's go ahead and read that. And then I'm always going to read from the New Living Translation. Sometimes I read other versions, but I kind of like the way the New Living Translation breaks down scripture. So Proverbs 20, chapter 27, verse 17. As iron sharp, sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend, right? So we are constantly redefining each other through God's word and we are making each other better. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 19. As a face is reflected in water, so the heart reflects the real person. So the the issues of life flows from the heart. So we will see who a person is by how their lifestyle is because their lifestyle is going to come from the heart. So how a person lives their life is going to come from their heart and if they are living a life of righteousness according to God's word and they have his spirit in them we can know who they are by their fruits so then proverbs chapter 27 verse 9 i believe this is another good one the heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense so when you have a genuine friend that you can go to and be vulnerable with and they won't 
condemn you or they won't lead you astray. They will always lead you to the word of God and pray with you. And sometimes, you know, just be an ear to listen to, or just be a friend to sit there and, um, converse with that is just the best thing to have you can laugh you can joke you can cry you can have all these things in the way that God has intended for us to have friends so I know this podcast went a little bit long but I just think that friend godly friendships are very important godly friendships and women groups are very important godly friendships and men groups are very important So it's just all about friendship and when to cultivate them, when to cut them, and when to just burn bridges, right? We want friends who honor God's word. So that is all I have to say. I want to let you all know that I have made a Facebook page for this podcast. I will leave the link below so you can go ahead and like the page. And I also want to open up the conversation to you all, right? So I have created an email. The email is stars opinion, TCP, the Christian perspective, right? But TCP, and I'll leave the email in the description link as well. You can email me stories, topics that you want me to discuss and give my opinion through the word of God. And then we can just go on from there. So thank you so much for listening, you all. I really appreciate it. I think this conversation is worth having in our Christian community, especially with the women and men and how to cultivate them, when to cut them off and things like that. So thank you all again. Do not forget to like and subscribe to this podcast if you are listening and share it with someone, share it with a friend, right? And let me know what you guys think in the comments and do not forget to like the Facebook page. All right, I will talk to you guys later. Bye.